Greetings, heroes, and thank you for answering the Summoner's Call. Presented by the Gamers Inn, this is a podcast for all fans of Fire Emblem Heroes and the Fire Emblem franchise. I'm your host, Ryan Murphy, and joining me, as always, is my co-host, Eddie. How's it going, Eddie? Not too bad. Mm-hmm. That's good. That's good. Yeah. yeah. In a hectic week, like always, but, you know, that's just the apocalypse. It's uh, it's uh, It's been another week. I, w- I was talking today, uh, by the way, happy... Father's Day to everybody who is celebrating, either um, with their family or not. Uh, but uh, it was it was interesting. I saw my my parents this weekend, and we were describing the feeling of how time is passing. and And keep in mind, both Ashley and I are off work with the kids, and I described it as like, um, I it's hard to believe that it's Sunday again, but it certainly feels like it's been a week since the last Sunday. That's how I feel about time passing <laughs> there are days where it feels like it's you know like there, i heard someone in some podcast that i think it was a couple months old but still he said like yesterday was the longest week of my life yeah so there are days I mean, when it feels like that and then you know i only realized that it was sunday because you messaged me this morning while i was sleeping and when i woke up i noticed that you had finished the chapter i'm like oh yeah it's sunday gotta record tonight yeah, and I think you said that last Sunday too. <laughs> yep. It and it just goes to show, like it, uh, it's surprising that it's Sunday again, but it certainly feels like a week has passed. So, uh, but without uh, further ado, let's we'll move past the small talk. It's good to good to chat, get the podcast going. But let's look at the banners. Let's talk about the summons because we have new special heroes to talk about this week. And as you know, it's summer. Summer has officially arrived, thanks to Fire Emblem Heroes. Uh, in the banners, we've got the weekly revival banner 15, the book four midpoint Moralibus and more. That's June 30th. That goes to June 30th. Uh, Bridal Blessings ends on the 24th of June. Double Special Heroes ends on the 25th. Heroes with Vengeful Fighter ends on the 26th. Summer Passing ends on the Ju- uh, July 18th. And Sully, the Stall and Sully Brown. <laughs> bound hero battle goes until the 24th and finally a tempest trials banner is going until the 29th of june you know i got a lot of sun today uh we got we got a pool in the backyard so i was just basically soaking in it with uh with the kids and the thing is uh and this is summer talk so this applies to the banner but the thing is the pool is so small and it's been so hot that when i got into the pool it was basically like taking a bath a comfy bath because it was much hotter outside of the water, but still very warm. Uh, very warm indeed. Uh, Eddie, I don't know if you have a, a pool anecdote that you want to share to match my own, but uh, if not, I want to know how your summons went this week. Uh, no pool anecdotes. I mean, we got a community pool that's been used even before they technically removed the pool close sign, but I haven't been out to it. Uh, yet I have hopped into the summer banner and... Uh, of course, it's Special Heroes. Of course, I'm going to jump in there. And early on, I did manage to get a four-star loot, so I stopped pulling on blue on that at that point. And I'm sorry, Lord Nero, I don't have the same love for her that you do. Uh, I did have a dry spell after that with Caden uh, Pity Break before getting the harmonized duo of me and Marth. Uh, we'll go over what that means a bit more in case you hadn't heard yet. Uh, I did keep going and managed to get uh, Selena uh, before long, leaving just Joshua to go. 
In my hunt for him, I did get pretty broken by a brave alm, but I did finally get him. Great stuff. That's good. Yep. You got all of them then. Yep. Um, I forget who exactly I got from the guaranteed unit. Um, mm -hmm. I think it was a uh, Camilla. So was it a hero uh, from the from the the. Uh... Sorry, I'm trying to... I even... The Harmonized Duo Celebration event. Uh, was yeah. it a character you were looking for, or did you already have that one? Uh, the only unit that I had ever missed for the summer characters was Wolt, and I got him off of, like, a legendary banner eventually. So... Nice. I had everyone, so I just picked a random color and summoned. I got yeah. a Camilla. That's good. Uh, for me, on that same banner, I ended up getting a summer Legurn. Um, which I did not have yet, and uh, that that banner was interesting. It was one of those banners that was making the the meme rounds where people were were saying, "Oh, wouldn't it be funny if you got all reds and then pulled Henry?" And uh, <laughs> you know Someone that didn't happen did that. to me. Um, I think that happened to me last time though. Like I pulled all reds except for one blue, and I ended up pulling. Yeah, a corn. that's that's what drives me crazy about these banners is that oh, you'll get a random color selection. So hey, I really want let's say summer leg yarn mm -hmm. and you get don't get that color so you have no chance of getting the one you wanted absolutely none because they just said no you'll get nothing yeah you know it's it's frustrating and certainly like i think you should be able to just pick the color i that we know they have the technology to do it uh with with the brave banners and the way they present the the, the heroes being um selected um, they sort of have the technology to do it, and I maybe I'm misremembering a time when they allowed it that I'm forgetting, but it feels like they don't they don't quite have the full technology to do that, if that mm. makes sense. I think every time you get to pick one of a specific color, it's always one hero option on that color. Yeah, it is. I could be wrong. Maybe there was a point where you could get a random one from any of that color but it feels like every time it's pick a color and you get a hero you're guaranteed a specific hero not a random hero from that color yeah i don't know if there was a specific instance but the only thing i can i can sort of remember is is like being able to choose uh which hero which hero you want from the brave banners uh but more recently yeah, when you get 47 those those like the spark thing is a specific hero you know, when you choose from the Brave Banner, when you pick blue, you're picking whatever Brave Hero is blue that year, that month. Year. Yes, year. Yeah. Uh, speaking of the Spark system, kind of had a weird thought this week, realizing after um, the banner at the beginning of this month, it really kind of showed the lack of reasoning in them and not putting the Spark system into special banners. Because, I mean, if they're going to let you pick a Mythic Hero off of the Spark system... And since um, Duo Ephraim's banner won the rerun thing, we're probably going to get a myth, a duo hero off of the Spark system. Why can't they put the Spark system on a special banner? I mean, with the weird way legendary and double special hero banners work, uh, with you having three on each color, or two on each color for the double special hero banners, it there's a small bit of reasoning there, but you know, like I said, mythic hero on a spark banner, 
there's absolutely no reason for them not to have it on special banners or even the Heroes with X skill rerun banners. Mm-hmm. Although even those have some explanation because they only have three units instead of four. I think, uh, you know, I've always said this. I think I think we'll get it on special hero banners eventually. Um, it's just going to take a lot of feedback from uh mm-hmm. from the player base and i and i and i do agree i i believe this this edition with the spark banner and the mythic hero just this past banner with new heroes basically states that there's no balancing issue there's no uh there's like it's just you've you've showed your you showed your cards here and i think it's it's comes down purely to a we make more money without the spark system maybe possibly um and Maybe. you know once they add it they can't take it away so i can kind of see their reasoning in that let's hold off on this on the special heroes even you know even though it does match up in a way that would work just so we can we can determine how this affects the bottom line cuz you can imagine if they take um you know all all of their all of their uh all of their banners all of their new banners outside of the legendary and mythic banners or banners you've suddenly got is looking at this and being like well we've just we've just uh we've just shot ourselves in the foot for, uh, if it fails or if it proves to not bring in the money they're looking for or or drive players to purchase orbs i can kind of see that side of things where they might want to save the special heroes having the spark system till it proves to be worthwhile cuz at the end of the day it's about this game this game is about making money and and player enjoyment and that constant balance right of how do we mm-hmm. how do we figure that out and i and i think that that is the the strongest most positive uh reasoning i can come up with from from intelligent systems side outside of just we want to make more money or we don't want to give it to you on special heroes because they're special yeah. blah 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 yeah i mean if you want to play devil's advocate but i mean i would think that they might and i don't have the numbers so i can't see I don't think that they might be making more money with the banners with Spark System because, you know, you get some people who only would have spent, you know, who might not have spent any money who say, oh, well, I'm, you know, 10 summons away from getting a guaranteed four, five star, so I'll go ahead and buy orbs for that. Whereas yeah. otherwise they might not have. I mean, personally for me, um, we did kind of gloss over it, but it, with the sum- with the new summer banner, uh, specifically to this i was uh i had summoned on it and i got a pity broken by a flying nino uh, on the green and then i did get managed to get a four star summer loot that i upgraded which i'm i'm content with i'm happy with that but if it offered the spark system i would probably continue for the 40 summons and uh pick up selena or uh or the duo or the sorry yeah the duo hero right so yep. there's a lot on this banner to like uh and we're gonna go over the heroes in a little bit i think this the summer banner is probably one of their more um, creative banners that they that they have. Uh, they just they're popular heroes, right? And um, yeah. I I don't know I I think you're Sorry, right. I got it, distracted it, and forgot that you had given no no. Summoning. It all works because again at the end of the day I would if I was going for heroes on this banner I would probably buy orbs just to push myself over. Like for example, I would probably subscribe to to Fay Pass early to get the additional orbs to finish out the summon, knowing that I need 15 orbs right now to get the 40. I have a show on Sunday, subscribe to Fay pass, collect the orbs and maybe, mm-hmm. you know, crush some tempest trials. And then I've got enough to finish out those 40 summons. 
there's all these examples from a, from a free-to-play sort of drip feed of content to, to look at this and say there's enough here to push people over the edge on on their on their on their subscription service you know like right now yeah. i'm looking at fay pass and saying well i'm probably not going to subscribe for another month or so because uh i, I don't yeah. really have an interest in lind right so yeah it just uh yeah. i agree with you i think it, i think the spark system should make them more money uh i would think yeah and the fay channel kind of makes me a little more sour on fay pass too but that's something we'll get to shortly yeah, I mean, speaking of Faypass, did you see the tweet and sort of the the stuff that was included in the in-game notes? It was basically like plugging the website for Faypass, and if you yeah, click on it, it's the, like a I weird. I missed the tweet. I saw the thing in the notes, and it's like, no, I have no interest in selecting that or looking through that crap. <laughs> it's it's literally I like, know a, Faypass like is a ripoff. So it was weird. And, it it was like I, an ad. I subscribe to it as seldomly as I can, but I want all the resplendent heroes and that's worth the cost of the Fay Pass for me. So mm-hmm. Well, it was really odd and kind of out of place in, in how it was presented. And when you click through it's like a conversation between three characters and it is just so brutally forward about like, hey, like, oh, did you know this Fay Pass will really help us blah it was so awkward um not at all well, subtle i'll admit 90 percent of the posts they do like that are kind of awkward but yeah. um this one was really bad though. yeah oh i'm sure and i think it might be part of partially posted because they probably got another round of bash backlash after the Faye channel which we'll go over right now um let, uh before we get to that though we do have a bunch of events uh coming up in the next week uh, the Summer Returns uh, rerun banner is starting on the 23rd. The Grand Hero Battle Revival of Conrad is starting on the 24th. The Hall of Forms is starting on the 25th. Heroes with Form Skills starting on the 26th. And a Voting Gauntlet login bonus with the gauntlet itself starting on the 1st, but the bonus starts on the 27th. Uh, so that's what we have starting this week. But last week, as we expected, the night we recorded, we did get the teaser image for the new Summer Banner. Uh, the next day, or last Monday, we got the trailer for the new Summer Banner at about 11 a.m. Mm-hmm. Uh, followed a couple hours later by it being removed and a note about it being reposted at 8 p.m. Uh, Eastern or California time, which would be 11 p.m. for us here. Uh, shortly before the video reposted, we found out why they removed the post when we got a new Fae channel. In that new Fae channel, they introduced a new type of hero. Technically, I considered a new type of duo hero. Uh, the Harmonized Hero, which we'll go over shortly. As well as a new game mode that uh, mer- that harmonizes with it. Uh, they also introduced a new feature for Etherate that, like I was, is the thing that I think feel points out issues with the Fae Pass because they gave this feature to everyone, not just the Fae Pass subscribers. Who was asking about that part of it? Uh, the new Etherade feature uh, will arrive with the July update. It's called Auto Dispatch. With Auto Dispatch, three times per week, you can send a single team out for a 20-hour trek to fight an Etherade battle, uh, maybe multiple Etherade battles. I think it's just one. Uh, on on their own and 
Upon the return, you can watch the replay and get up to 75% of the lift that they are, would have earned. Right. So, so this is the this is the feature people are a little upset about in that they can add it for free. But, but I other... haven't double-checked Reddit and stuff, but to my mind, this is something that, you know, this is like autoplay where, you know, you don't have enough time to sit here and play every time or you've used up all your ether, although I think they charge you ether to send them out. Maybe not the normal amount. But... Well, they charge you stamina for for auto battle as well right so it's like yep and and i mean i and by saying that i i definitely see where you're coming from it's it's limited in that it's a it, you it's can limited. only do you're it. not getting the full rewards like you are with the auto you know auto play stuff mm-hmm. or auto start as they call it but i mean why is an auto start available to everyone and maybe some bonus to it or maybe some limit to how often you can use it with the fate pass removing that where yeah. this is going to everyone. I think both of them should have been available to everyone. Yeah. No, I think you, again, like play devil's advocate, this could be seen as a test to see how it goes. But, um, I still think offering auto battle with a new, with a new, I'm even fine with them adding a new currency into the game that you order like stamina potions, but they're like, yeah, I don't know. Ether, potions or something and and you earn them and they're very they're like lights blessing they're very rare or medium rare uh <laughs> i did not have steaks for dinner um mm. and uh maybe something like that again like i think it's too late they've had it they have it in fate pass it's been there if you remove it from fate pass at the very least you have to replace it with something truly well, spectacular uh your, right? your suggestion just works works fine in my mind like a uh, new currency similar to dragalia lost where you get like three skip tickets a day so three start tickets a day if you don't have fate pass you know and you can either save them up or use them all up right away and auto start three times for the number of times if you have fate pass you don't have to pay tickets to use it you're not removing anything from Fae Pass, and you're giving something to a limited degree to everyone that everyone would love to have. Yeah. You know? And they could even be more stringent, and it'd be only one or two start tickets or whatever you want to call them. Yeah. I mean, the people who are casual players aren't buying Fae Pass anyways, right? I think Fae Pass is, is clearly targeted towards hardcores like you and I, and for those folks who who would be content with one or two auto start tickets a day uh i know personally that wouldn't be enough like when i like at the very least tempest trials you need three per day to get the quests right so i think uh it all comes it all comes down to your personal using the auto starts during forging bonds you've saved up about 20 or 30 by the time each tempest trial comes around Mm -hmm. you know so for the 10 days, you can do three a day and get your, you know, quest banner runs done. Yeah. I think um, it's interesting. It's interesting that they've added this. I mean, this could also be seen as maybe, okay, through raids isn't getting the the, uh, the traction they're looking for. So they want to, you know, spruce it up a bit. Um, yeah. It's just, I mean, as a free-to-play game, I imagine they have they have data on on how much players are interacting with every single piece of content in the game. So 
this could be directly related to that as well but uh yeah i don't have any inside knowledge of course uh so we'll see how this works it's it is going to be featured in the july update as you said so we'll we'll have it in our hands before you know it um during that Faye channel they uh and and during the leak we did get some a new hero type and a new game mode which are now both in the game uh, as we saw in the leaked trailer, the duo hero on the new Summer Banner is unique in that it had two heroes from two different games, Mia from Radiant Dawn and Mast Marth Lucina from Awakening. In the Fade channel, they, re- they revealed this type of duo hero is called a Harmonized Hero, and their version of a duo skill is a little different in that it only affects heroes from the game the Harmonized Heroes come from. So for this example, it would be Radiant Dawn and Awakening heroes that would get the buff. To celebrate the new type of hero, there is a mini-event running with a free 5-star hero from previous summer banners, a login bonus from various divine codes, both uh, Ephemera and Part 1, and a set of reward maps featuring summer heroes. We also received a short video with Mia and Mast Marth chatting, and Mia asking why she was wearing her mask still. It was cute and funny, if a bit illogical, considering there is a maskless version of her running around the Order, which would be normal Lucina. Along with the new type of hero comes a new game mode in the Colosseum that uh, that this type of hero is well suited for, which is called Resonant Battles. In Resonant Battles, there are a bunch of thieves scattered among other heroes on a map that you have to try and defeat before they escape at the top of the map. Each season of the map will have two games that get a bonus for that map. You will get divine codes and various other rewards for how well you do. So, a lot to uh, break down there, but basically... With that leak that came at 11 a.m., that was my main confusion as to why a duo hero was from two different games. And uh, as you mm-hmm. said, that, that really makes sense why they took it down. And because it's to me, it kind of seemed like um, a little tone deaf, like more tone deaf than normal for Nintendo when they make a social social media, you know, mistake. In that they uh, they should have just kept it up. I thought like, okay, you're gonna remove it. We all saw it. So what's the point? And they removed it, obviously, to, to give us further context, right? Because without context, it looked rather silly. So we've already talked, we're going to talk more about uh, Mia and uh, Mast Marth yeah, when we get into the heroes. But with Resonant Battles, did you uh, check that out at all? Uh, no, I haven't checked it out. Um, and I will note, uh, I forgot to mention in the notes, um, as of the start of Resonant Battles, Allegiance uh, Battles are now every other week. So that was some oh. a little note when they launched Resonant Battles. Allegiance but, Battles, okay. Hmm. Yep. So how did so? I believe in, that was the parrot battle th- system that they had running. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So in terms of running every other week, so they're they're just gonna extend the battles by two weeks essentially, or. Two, two weeks. I don't know. It's uh, either they're going to extend it so that you have two weeks to complete it, or there's going to be a week where one's not running, where the Allegiance battles aren't running for a week. Yeah, because I mean... All, all I can tell you is what it shows in the game. Uh, when you boot it up, you know, when you look at the notes, it says, with the release of Resonant Battles, Allegiance battles will now be held every other week. Yeah. So. so maybe they're yeah it says there's well they're on the same season cycle now so i guess we'll see in a little bit the season does reset um in 22 hours as of this recording so we'll we'll keep an eye on that but i did get a chance to play the resonant battles and uh you know um 
they even alluded to it in the Faye channel. It's very much, the maps are very, if you've played Grand Conquest, Eddie, you'll recognize mm-hmm. the map size and the scattering of heroes. Um, it's essentially... Oh, I don't play a ton of Grand Conquests. Yeah, I know, I know. Uh, it, it's it's like Grand Conquest, except you're moving from south to north, and the heroes are moving one square at a time away from you. Uh, personally, in the many in the few times I played it, I haven't been able to get my heroes to stop everyone because there mm-hmm. are people like further back that that have uh, that are so close to escaping. I, I don't know how how to get there that quickly, but um, dance skill probably helps a lot. They they talked about a lot of different assist abilities, but. Um, haven't really dived in a lot, but it, it is an interesting idea. You know, we talked last week during Sacred Stones talk about a sort of a defense map. Um, this kind of, I know there's got to be uh, examples of escape maps in, uh, or, or rundown maps where, where the enemy is trying to escape and you have to run them down. There's got to be examples of that in Fire Emblem. And this kind of feels like, like that case where you're, well, yeah. honestly, it feels yeah. a lot like chasing down thieves in the map before they leave with all the loot like that's that is definitely something that takes place in fire emblem a lot yeah there's some dlc maps where that was kind of the thing where it would start with a bunch of thieves who are in the center who you're trying to stop from escaping uh never quite as balanced towards the thieves as this is where you gotta either use a bunch of tricks to make to get to some of the thieves or just be really lucky with drops from the ones you do get to that somehow either slow down or speed up your hero slow down them or speed up your heroes mm-hmm. you know because uh if i recall correctly from the video um when you defeat them a thief will sometimes or often drop a uh oh, what do they call it the arena battle runs whatever the seven battles in a row thing Oh, arena assault. from those yeah arena assault items that you can then use i don't know if you keep them if you don't use them or if you lose them if you don't use them so might as well use them i'm yeah. not sure honestly um i didn't i didn't use an item i guess i could have or should have because i was failing yeah. not failing but not doing particularly great um there isn't from what i can tell orbs as a reward so i i uh kind of lost interest pretty quickly you know like i only play grand conquest uh for the orbs and uh yeah I, you know so i can't recall if it showed orbs in the list of different rewards that you can get no i think it, it's definitely not orbs there's uh there's definitely feathers there's a, and other stuff yeah though. dragon flowers feathers uh things that you use to bless your heroes divine dew mm-hmm you're like guaranteed divine codes one part one you know the main ones the permanent ones yeah and then it'll vary week to week where you'll get some feathers and some dragon flowers or whatever based on how well you do or maybe it won't vary week to week because it kind of looks like you get all of them each week and i'm i'm not exactly sure but uh yeah it's one of those reward like I saw the rewards show up on the screen, and I'm just like, eh, I've either got tons of those, or it's not, it's not something I personally want to invest in to get those rewards when I seem to get a trickle of them elsewhere in the many other modes. So, um, it's it's not a particularly fun mode, honestly. It's it's kind of it's kind of dull in that your these heroes are slowly moving away. I thought it I thought it would be interesting, but it's just it's not a it's not that inter- it's it's not that interesting. 
honestly, it, it feels kind of slapped together a little bit, but um, I don't see this one lighting the world on fire because it's not really that exciting to me. Like I played it and there's like, they have the enforcers there. So you have to get past them to get to the, to get to the thieves that are farther out and, and either like you take them out in one shot or, or they're too strong for your heroes. And, and it doesn't feel good when the thieves are escaping pretty much right away. So that to me, I lost a lot, a a lot of the fun and maybe I'm not just doing it correctly, but for me it was, it, it didn't, it lost the fun when, when you were losing pretty much right away. And, and that's, that's not that's not great design for for a free to play game. Like you wanna you wanna hook people with 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 strategy. Don't mind you, and and don't make it too easy, but don't make it so you fail uh, right off the bat. Mm-hmm. So that that's my thoughts. I mean, I, again, I might be doing it wrong, but at the end of the day, like without orbs as a reward, you 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 lose my interest pretty quickly because that's that's the game from a free to play standpoint. Like if it doesn't offer orbs, I have to prioritize other uh- modes. It depends on what your goal is as a free-to-play player. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're trying to do hardcore ether raids, indoor uh, arena, you know, just base arena, uh, the dragon f- feathers might be useful, or the ability to give them the bo- bonus if you, you know, give them the uh, what you call it. So can't think of the name of it, but the bonus you get for allying with a specific legendary or mythic hero, you know, I yeah. forget what it's called. But so if you're trying to min max your stats on limited characters, those are useful things to have. But for you and me who don't do any of that at high level, trying to get arena crowns or thrones or whatever, yeah, it's kind of like yeah i can just collect more of those yeah yeah don't no. need to but i can that is a good point that's a good other side of things to realize is that some people do find find the fun or find the the strategy elsewhere but uh let's not delay any further let's talk about these new heroes because uh, we've been we've been sitting on this for almost half the show so we got yes. some some new summer fun to discuss yeah with the summer passing and summer two-piece tempest trial we have four new heroes on the banner, as usual, with one of them being our new harmonized hero, and one in the Tempest Trial, like always, or like recent. Uh, the first hero we have is Mia Harmonic Blades, which is our new harmonized hero with Vest Marth. The new type of hero joins us from Awakening and Radiant Dawn, and is a colorless dragon. Why do you say dragon? I don't know where that came from. Colorless Cavalry Dagger Unit wielding the Summer Strikers, which, on top of the usual Dagger 7 debuff after battle, it accelerates their special trigger, uh, and if they start combat with 25% or more health, they get attack speed plus 5, and the first attack from their foe is reduced by 75%. Their Harmonized skill affects heroes from Radiant Dawn and Awakening, and is, res- is called Resonance Blades. It grants attack speed plus four during combat for one turn to those heroes. Uh, the skill does reset if used at the start of every third turn. They also have a new skill called Speed Defense Snag, which activates if a movement assist skill is used on or by the- them. 
and inflicts speed defense minus six on nearest foes within four spaces of both unit and the targeted ally through their next action. Uh, they do not come with a special move uh, or a special skill, but they do have reposition, tier four version of Swiss Sparrow, and attack speed gap as well. Wow. So uh, this being a new type of hero, we haven't even talked about this, but how do you personally feel about these this harmonized heroes and, and the and the uh, the the new uh, what's the word I'm looking for the the uh, this opens a door for so many combinations uh, uh, obviously down the road with with harmonized heroes and I mean starting fittingly fittingly with the tempest trials portal jumping marth uh, or mass marth that is that has met pretty much every hero that that joins through a tempest trial mm-hmm. um it's very fitting but how do you think this works going forward like do you think they just randomly pair heroes together and just be like yolo or do they are they always paired with mass marth is is this how we get all of our mass marth alts they're all just part yeah, of a harmonized hero duo i'm sure it's not going to be all with mass marth yeah, I know. Because uh, that would be silly. It's, it's it's a new way to play the game and give you bonuses in certain areas. Uh, the harmonized skill that affects everyone of certain games. You know, so like in Blank Conquest, um, harmonized hero, unless they limit the number of heroes it can affect, can be extremely powerful. You got an army of what eight, or is it the full ten or twenty people out there? And you just gave all of them, if you have them both from the correct games, a boost every three turns. That could be pretty powerful in there, you know. Um, mm-hmm. So you know it spreads out a lot further. It doesn't worry about how far away they are to give the boost just what game they're from and the resident battles takes advantage of it the um resident skill uh gives a boost in resident battles um it might even give it whether or not their games are the focused games of the week and um otherwise if your game is already boosted anyway you know you're already bringing in a team that has one of those two games you know, at least one, if not both. As for logic behind it, who knows? I mean, there are plenty of duos they can already still throw together as duos, especially since they're not worried about gender as the Dune and Faye and Ephraim and Leon show. Mm-hmm. You know, it doesn't have to be a loving duo or anything. I mean, there's like, you could do some wish they happen duos. Like, they yeah. could have done a Le- Layla and Matthew duo. As yeah. when they released Layla, we found out about, you know, I looked into and found the tragic story of their relationship. So, there's plenty of duos to do in just normal duos. This is a new type of skill bonus for them to start investigating or expanding upon i wouldn't be surprised if we start seeing buffs and things that depend on your game yeah so these heroes are specifically intended to be used 
with harmonic heroes or harmonized heroes or um, in resonant battles. Well, it, it just it, it seemed to come out of left field when when duo heroes. Oh. I know we're we're coming up on the year anniversary of duo heroes. I think they were introduced in October of last year, and uh, it just mm-hmm. seemed like they could, like you said, they could have milked duo heroes a little bit longer before shaking it up like they didn't need to say okay now everyone can pair together and who knows how they treat this going forward i i i think it allow the best part about it is it allows for more creativity which i think um they were hitting sort of a wall there having four years of this game and and special hero banners that have that have come back for every four years of the game so now they have an ability to like like with duo heroes that's a wall of their own making but yeah yeah of course and i just think that this allows them to to inject a little more creativity into the uh the standardized uh special hero banners they run every year and you're right it is they're doing they could probably mix things up you know give them some slack they they tried picnics well it wasn't didn't quite work but i'm I'm not even referring to the theming i'm just referring to units to use and stuff Right, you know, there are so many units, some lesser known, that could be brought in. Still, yeah, and they're rerunning and great for loot fans like Lord Nero to finally get a second loot, and not only that, for it to be a um, four star focus, so they had a better chance of getting their plus ten. Uh, last I heard, he was at plus nine, so hopefully, mm. with the Tempest Trial, he's managed to get his plus 10. Hopefully, um, yeah. Well, we will talk about loot in a little bit, but before then, let's talk about Selena Sandbar Floorspar. That's probably wrong. Uh, making her way to ask her is Selena, one of Grado's six Imperial Generals. She's a result- resolutely loyal, high-ranking officer whom some also call the Floorspar. Flower Spar. Floor... There's a U in there. So, joining the alt-only club, Summer Selena is a green tome cavalry unit that wields exotic fruit juice. Mm. Grants attack plus three, inflicts speed slash resistance minus six on foes within two spaces during combat. She has a new skill in the B slot called speed slash resistance snag three. If a movement assist skill, like reposition, shove, or pivot, is used by unit or target units, inflicts speed slash resistance minus six on nearest foes within four spaces of both unit and target through their next actions. Rounding out her kit is draw back as an assist and attack slash speed push four in the A slot. Um, it's kind of interesting that we're doing Sacred Stones for Game Club and we got like hmm. a bunch of Sacred Stone characters and some yeah, would call that a, a coincidence. Sacred Stone split banner. Yeah. Sacred Stones in Radiant Dawn with a Mass North cameo. Yeah, is, uh, I guess, um, yeah, you're right, Radiant Dawn, because I was like, well, who's Riss? Why don't I recognize him? And yeah, he's Radiant Dawn. Um, yeah. It's it's just interesting. It kind of feel like some people would say that's coincidence, and other people would be like, it's destiny that we're doing <laughs> Sacred Stones. So if anyone wants a specific franchise to to get some alts and some further heroes, just let us know. Actually, vote in if we do a poll for Game Club again, which I, I think we're we're pretty much we've locked in our Game Club ideas, but um, for the next little bit. But 
it's uh, it was really cool to see Sacred Stones pop up, and uh, I did look it up. Selena, being she's she's a summer alt only, she's in the alt only club, uh, yeah. which you know seems to affect summer more than more than others. But yeah, she's uh, also among the uh, enemy only units that have a normal hero, where Reese is a normal unit that is a Tempest Trial type unit. So right. Oh yeah, because you couldn't. Re- I mean, I think there was a, there's a third creature campaign or whatever where you can actually recruit her, but in the main gameplay of Sacred Stones, you could not recruit her. No, you very much kill her. Spoiler alert. Uh, but yeah, it's really cool to see her in in the game. Um, I when I was looking it up to make sure she wasn't already in, like because again, the game's been around for a while. Um, Selena did pop up, but obviously, uh, same name, different, different character. Selena. Yeah. Yep. Do you think that stops them? I know that's not like there aren't two noirs in the game, but I wonder if that stops them from putting in like two Selenas, but they're different because they share the same name. I don't know. Uh, I wouldn't think so because they've already stated that a different subtitle means it's a different unit. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's right. And this one is. Another Selena. She's just Selena Summer Floresmar, or Floresmar, or whatever you know. We'll we'll look into the pres- uh, the pronunciation yeah. later on. But yeah, yeah, it's good probably she's not, in the game. But <laughs> probably not. No, uh, no. Speaking of not doing things, no, that's completely horrible transition. But next unit we have is Joshua Tropical Gambler, the Prince of Johanna. <laughs> well. He'll gamble to see if he does it or not. I mean, I benched him pretty uh, hard. flip a coin now, to so. see if he does it or not. So, <laughs> Oh, yeah. I didn't even pull him out before benching him. So I recruited him and left him on the bench. So your transition uh, worked. The, Don't be so hard yep. on yourself, man. Yep. The Prince of Jah- Jahana, who vanished uh, to learn what it is like not be royalty, lives going from... Ah, I Speaking is hard. Going from gamble to gamble on to the next... Uh, oh, I, that's what I was saying. From one gamble on to the next. Okay. Or to the next. And joins the Summer Banner as a Red Bow Infantry unit, wielding the Coral Bow Plus, which, while being effective against flying units, also inflicts speed, defense, minus five, on foes within two spaces during combat. He also comes with a new Tier 4 skill of Fortified Defense 4, which grants defense plus seven to adjacent allies for one turn at the start of the turn. Uh, he fills out his skills with shove and attack speed link. Right. So another red bow unit in the summer category or in the seasonal category. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I mean, uh, I, I gotta say like I'm digging the coral sort of bow. That looks really mm-hmm. neat. Um, it's definitely very, very Joshua with the red, uh, but yeah, yep. like it's uh, I'm not I don't really have much of an interest in in Joshua in terms yeah. of a character like we were joking before. I, I didn't I don't I don't use him in uh, in Sacred Stones. He kind of he got benched pretty hard. His character didn't seem too interesting to me. But I will say that uh, his 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 red coral bow is just so cool. And I think that's a great use of not too fond of him shooting like uh, starfish. That seems that seems like animal cruelty, to be honest. But um, yeah, because all the previous bows made so much sense. 
I mean, at least you if you're shooting a pineapple arrow, on gotta, the end of your bow, it's fine. The pineapple is a fruit. It, it's it's not feeling those things. It's uh, yes, because it's really helpful to blunt the tip of your arrow when you're fighting. Right, but if you played the canonical uh, paralogue that came with this, you would know that they would. They're just sparring. <laughs> oh God, I don't know if I if I push my glasses up any further, they'd be on top of my head. Um. <laughs> I'm sorry, that was that was stupid. Um, no, uh, you're right. You're totally right. Nothing makes sense in this world, especially uh, especially the summer units. Yeah, and their I mean, weapons. if you're looking for logic in the, especially the special unit weapons. I did just read weapons. Selena's, which was what exotic, great exotic juice plus, like yeah. Well, she's using that as a what did we say before? Exotic it was fruit juice or Camilla's tome last year which was a glass of wine or whatever or i'm sorry glass of juice in a wine glass some of the what do they call them it's uh yeah like some of those wine drinkers they can really conjure some stuff from that red wine uh let's move on to another character that we uh, alluded to earlier when we talked about lord nero and his fascination with loot the character not the instrument loot the summer prodigy Who's that, in a, uh, who's that in a swimsuit reading through a book about plants and herbs? That's Loot. I'll give you a hint. Oh, wait. I'll give you a hint. There's no one better than me. That's right. It's Loot. That's right. She does sound like that. Um, as a blue tome flyer, Loot wields Flora Guide Plus. Inflicts speed slash resistance minus five on foes within two spaces during combat. She has a new skill in the B-slot called Seal Speed slash Resistance 2, which inflicts speed slash resistance minus five on foe through its next action after combat. Rounding out her kit is Swamp as an assist and Speed Tactic 3 in the C-slot. Uh, loot Summer Prodigy can be summoned as a 4-star as well from this banner. Uh, I, I ruined my own joke by seeing another joke, and I ran like a mm-hmm. squirrel, like a dog that sees a squirrel. I ran for it without realizing I was walking away from um, something something truly greater in front of me. So Loot. Loot no, gets an I, alt... I, Yep, Luke gets an alt, and uh, Lord Nero, I fully respect your love for Luke, just like I have my love for Lissa. It's not, it's not my fault that Ryan finds it weird. Just, just letting you know. Do that. I find it weird? Did I say that? I'm just ribbing you because the way you were phrasing it at the start of your description, it made it sound like you were, her- kind of, you know, his fascination with Luke, just like your fascination with Lynn. But I think it all comes down to, and I don't know what it is, but I think, I think what it comes down to is like our favorite characters are, are, uh, I think for me specifically, like it was the first Fire Emblem character that I played in a Fire Emblem game and, uh, and played the whole way through. Like, I know you could say, well, Marth and Roy from Smash Brothers and yes, that'd be true, but I've never played uh, a Roy game. I've played a Marth game, but only through this show, not, not originally back in the day, but I you know loot um loot from Sacred Stones uh she she gets a bad rap from her personality standpoint but I mean she's a strong unit and both oh, yeah, both she's in a great unit. both in ability and in personality like she's she's very certain uh and I mean if you play through um well if you level her up to 40 she essentially says like Hey, I did an experiment uh, to see if uh, what was it? Is like if I wear if I wear this swimsuit, does it make me a better magician? Now nah, I'm about the same, still great. So doesn't really matter what I'm going to go back and get my rope. Like it's just totally her character. She's very just 
very straight and to the point. And uh, whenever she pops up in Sacred Stones and, and speaks, like it, it just, it works. She's no like La Rochelle where she's running around just being like, just strictly talking about herself. Uh, Luda's just like, no, like, this is what's important. I'm the I'm she, the best. I'm the strongest. She knows right. her strength and her abilities and is properly proud of it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, and I and I I think that's great. Whereas uh, Rochelle comes off as way overestimating her abilities, although she is quite strong. She's strong, decently strong. But, but the thing about Larochelle that that is uh, that makes her different from Lute is that she's very much um, she's she's very focused, but like she's focused past what is important, and she's like, oh, just I'm the royalty, and I'm this, and I'm that, and this is for the great of Roston. And it's like, yeah, but there's like an army of undead in front of you. Shouldn't we focus on that? Oh yes, I so I don't. What are you talking about, young one? Like, oh, okay, we're the same age. Is basically what it, from so said. There, it's yeah, that's kind of right. Also, it's just yeah, like Loot knows her abilities, Larsh and but seems aware of other people, whereas Larshell seems to not even notice other people. Exactly. She's she's she knows she has some power, or she's just certain that everything will turn out right, and just heads towards her goal ignoring everyone and everything around her whereas Lute knows her abilities and is aware of other people being around you know and i admit i haven't seen any support so i don't know how she actually treats other people but i've seen one and uh it was with ross and she basically like why are you standing so close to me oh god please get away now this was the c support so i expect you know, she learns a few things in the B support and then the A support. They're very friendly, but um, yeah, in the C one, it's but, very like, much. Yeah, all of our good. shells, like when you recruit Renak with her, it's like, all right, come along. Yeah. Like, they're very. He, are you not listening to him? He said he doesn't want to go with you. Don't matter. It worked for me because I got a new unit in my group, but still. Well, Larachelle says goes. Um, yep. what about our final unit so, here? Yes, our last unit, Reese, the Gentle Basker. The Tempest Trial unit comes to us from the Grail Mercenaries, Mercenaries in Radiant Dawn and is a colorless staff infantry unit wielding the Palm Staff Plus at five stars, which inflicts attack speed minus five on foes within two spaces during combat. As a Tempest Trial unit, he does not have any new skills, but does have, have Physic Plus for his healing skill. Heavenly Light, Raisin Attack Resistance, and Drive Resistance, uh, with Drive Resistance being the only one fully unlockable at four stars. Hmm. So. Um, I don't know I don't know who Reese is, uh, but I will say this. Neither do I. I just read up that he was from Real Mercenaries, and mm-hmm. since I was running a little late getting the notes up, I didn't dig deeper. Well, I will say this. Uh, the fact that he's wielding a tree, um, yeah, very much could work for a healing unit. However, turn that thing around, which is pointy. It's a good lance. Just throwing it out there. Lance unit. Just Once again, you're trying to apply logic to seasonal weapons. I'm just there's, saying, you wield a carrot, Mia, you wield a tree. Hall- Halloween Mia with her, uh, her quote-unquote staff that she swings around like a lance. Uh-huh. Uh, if I recall, there was someone who had an axe that looks like a sword, and someone who had a sword who looks like an axe. Well, so let's not dig too too much deeper. But I, I just, 
I think in terms of the units and their their sort of weapons, uh, I dig this guy's the most because it's like if you're gonna have a staff, uh, what do you what do you grab in terms of a in terms of you don't want to grab a parasol or an umbrella that's kind of lame. But you're like carrying around like a palm tree, that's that's badass. And for healers, that takes a lot. You know, no offense to the healers in the game, but. I guess maybe a little bit, but I just, I look at this and I say like, there goes a man who's going to heal some people with a palm tree. And, um, what's more summer than that, Eddie? What's more summer than that? And I think that's going to do it for our summer heroes. (laughs) Well, wait for now. Uh, we'll have more. We should have, (laughs) yep. The next banner we get should be round two of the summer heroes, which I always find to be fun. Uh, that we get two of these a year and it's really like when you think about it really one of the few special banners that could be done twice because summer is Mm -hmm. is a season that lasts multiple months uh july and august being well june july uh, being strong summer months i'm explaining weather to people let's move on let's uh let's tap out when it comes to fey and get into the out realm gate because we're gonna get closer to the conclusion of sacred stones uh, we only played chapter 20 this week. That was my bad because uh, I, I got around to it late. But uh, my chap- bad as well because I didn't do it till this morning either. So it's all good. It's all good. Uh, chapter 20. According to legend, the sacred stones have sealed evil away from the world. Four of the five stones have been destroyed, leaving only the last stone intact. The last stone must be protected to stave off the Demon King's restoration. Erica, Ephraim, and company challenged the demons of Darkling Woods. According to legend, the original possessors of the Sacred Stones defeated the Demon King in Darkling Woods. His foul blood seeped into the land, corrupting every seed and every root. The once pristine forest was transformed by the flood of disease and venom. Legend says the Demon King's corpse lies there still, not dead, but dreaming. Dreaming of when the last stone is crushed, and he will rise from his bed of rocks and worms and return to the surface. Within Darkling Woods, hideous fiends roam in increasing numbers as if responding to some unheard call. Tasked with making their way through the forest, Ephraim, Erica, and crew fight through groups of monsters to seize the temple and complete the map. Uh, this was um, surprisingly a fairly easy map considering all the yeah. monsters that were on it. Yeah, plenty of monsters north and south. Um, I once again missed half of the map when I was looking over it at the start, uh, but wasn't that big of an issue. I split my group into two teams, mm-hmm. uh, half going north with Erica and half going south with Ephraim. Uh, biggest issues I had were the long-range eyeball. He was hitting a bit more accurate than most of the units, uh, but was able to send, uh, I think it was... What's his name? Dussel over to smack him down. Right. Um, and the undead dragon, though he wasn't really a big issue, he just packed a big punch and almost killed Ephraim, knocked him down to five health. But Ephraim doubled him and took him out in one hit because I gave him the dragon sphere. So uh, biggest. the other issue I had was that I missed that there were mountains down in the south. Uh, so Garrick had to grab Amelia and carry her over them which is kind of funny to have a guy pick up an armored unit and hike across mountains. But <laughs> Well, you know, 
carry the the, the armored unit over. Um, oh, the funny. other thing. Sorry. Oh, go, go ahead. ahead. No, go ahead. Yep. Other thing I forgot is, or I missed, was that when I was setting up the units, I forgot that I had removed all the weapons from <laughs> Dozla and Franz. So yeah. we were running around without weapons for half the map. Yeah, it's interesting because um, in these past few maps, they've in, they've basically expanded the amount of units you can bring in. So I had that issue as well, where I was like, okay, I have to bring in seventeen. I got to give these guys all their weapons back. And uh, my experience with this one is, I didn't really get up close and personal with the the two bosses. I uh, I had a bolting that I figured I hadn't used yet, and there's one more chapter. I may regret it next chapter. But I basically sniped mm-hmm. both bosses from afar and used nice. all of the bolting on the dragon and Reeve. And then with Reeve, I just sent someone in to sort of, you know, tip him over and he was done. So it was, uh, the bosses weren't a trouble for me. I had uh, a contingent yeah. of flying units go from the south and um, with uh, Vanessa, uh, Tana, um, Serene, and Murr, they were able to kind of handle everything themselves. Uh, I did yeah. send along, I think it's Soleil to to heal after I realized like, oh, they're they're gonna take some hits from from many reinforcements and and just kind of pushed everything, all my other units north and around to kind of just sandwich the two. Um, and I used it as an opportunity to try to level up my level up my higher level units, my already strong units just to kind of give them even more padding for the final chapter. but yeah. I think I'm well prepared for this for this final chapter not so prepared that i finished it for this week but you know i'll finish it for next week yeah i sent erica north and she chewed through a whole bunch of those ogres she went up ahead of everyone Mm -hmm. and then i brought everyone else up to finish knocking them out but uh yeah and also i like handed out um sacred twin weapons to those who could wield them and so ross knocked the crap out of reeve i think he took two hits but you know ross was able to like yeah okay bye oh, i love at this point Using you garden. just have a you have a whole closet full of these these uh these um what did you call them again i just I lost sacred tw- sacred twin weapons sacred twin weapons yeah like just a whole bunch of them so basically yeah. like all of your two high power from units. each country so yeah so all your high power units just are, have something at their disposal as long as you have a high yep. enough skill to use them but mm-hmm. yeah amelia had one of the lances uh you know of course erica and ephraim each had the renee one uh, amelia had the spare lance uh ross had garm i gave nimi the bow uh gave larachelle the staff and i gave loot the um excalibur they don't have any dark magic users, so that one won't go unused. Yeah, I don't have a, I don't have a dark magic user. I don't have a, a strong enough light magic user. Although loot is is on her way, I don't know if she's gonna make it by the final chapter. Animal magic, but yeah, I might but, not have. I don't remember what I did with the lights tome. So I don't know if I had anyone strong enough. You imagine no, if you sold it, one of the sacred twins? I gave, like... I gave loot the anima one. I don't remember what if I gave anyone the. I think Clara Shell might be my closest for light magic, so might have given it to her even if she can't use it yet. Yeah, I'm not. Uh, I I think I, I think mine's just sitting in my inventory, and I'm not allowed to sell it. Yeah, I promised the guy I'd bring it back when I was done, so I'm not gonna sell it for like a, a lance that I can use. I'm just gonna hold on to it like a sucker. Uh, 
Yeah, but I, I had fun with this map. Again, like the previous map, it felt like I was my units were strong enough that I was able to kind of sit back a little bit and just enjoy the map as opposed to worrying like, okay, where's this guy going to move and where's this guy going to move? I, I felt, and I mean, a lot of people from a strategic standpoint might be like, well, that sounds boring. It's like, well, no, that's, that's the fun of these strategy games. It's like when you play XCOM, you just get so powerful that you're just owning the whole map and, and it's all yours. So I was really having a blast with this one and I have a feeling the final chapter is going to, it's going to, you know, uh, swap me back down, <laughs> but, uh, we will, we'll certainly see. We'll, I'll probably give it a little more time this week since, uh, Sunday seems to creep up on us. But, uh, <laughs> Eddie, any, uh, any last words on, on sacred stones before we close up? No. Good stuff, man. Well, that is going to do it for this episode of summoners call. Hopefully you're enjoying our game club. We have plans for more game club in the future, which we have, shared in the past and it looks like we're going to be heading over to uh fire emblem three houses in the near future checking out their dlc i think that was the plan right that's the next step yep we're going to do the cindered shadow story will which will allow ryan to pick up the expansion pass and mm -hmm. unlock the extra characters for the main game when we do our copy of that exactly it's going to be a lot of fun. Can't wait. I look forward to getting back into uh, Three Houses, which is, it's nearing its first anniversary, is it not? It came out July, mid-July? Yeah, late July. I think yeah. end of July. So about a month out. And there you so. go. Probably a good enough reason to, to start Game Club in late July with some more Fire Emblem Three Houses, uh, celebrating its one-year anniversary, which is crazy to think that it's been only a year, but... Um, you can visit us on the web, gamersinpodcast.com slash Faye. Email the show, Faye at gamersinpodcast.com. Check out the Fire Emblem channel in the Gamers In Discord at bit.ly slash TGI Discord. You can follow us on Twitter. You can find myself at rmurphy, eddie at drowfear, and don't forget to follow at the Gamers In for show updates. Be sure to check out serenesforest.net, our go-to resource for Fire Emblem news and information. That's going to do it for this episode of Summoner's Call. Have a great week, and happy summoning. Mm -hmm.